got friends, only wanna talk business. I got expensive, cause winning's expensive. I got expensive, cause winning's expensive. I've been getting out of work. And I've been shutting down the stars. Yeah, cause when it rains and it pours. And welcome to Put That Coffee Down. This is the Freight Sales Show for Closers. My name is Kevin Hill. I'm your host, as always. You can see it back here on the board as well. We are live from the future of supply chain here in Rogers, Arkansas. So hello to the kind of the studio audience here. I see a lot of familiar faces in attendance, as well as my old co-host on Put That Coffee Down sitting over here, Richie Daigle. How you doing, Richie? Get a little little applause for Richie over here. Ah, there we go. So we have a, a great episode today, and I do really have to talk into this mic, don't I? Uh, <laughs> thanks, Fraser. So I have Kerry Jabrowski, CEO of Trucker Tools, here with me. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. It's great to be. It's great to have you here. It's it's such a. It's so cool to be back in person. Yeah. Yeah. Us too. Yeah. So uh, tell me. So so Trucker Tools. Tell me about the transition. So there's been, uh, you know, Trucker Tools sold last year, right? Yep. Uh, last spring. Last spring, Prasad and Morali sold the business to Alpine Software Group, which is a vertical SaaS uh, investor, and. Since then, um, have brought some new capital and people into the business, including myself. Mm-hmm. So I've been working very closely with both of them over the last almost year now um, and, and formalized the CEO transition on April 1st. That's perfect. And, and Prasad's always been a great friend of FreightWaves. Enjoy having him on. He's on What the Truck quite a bit. Yep. So it's, it's just great fun. So how are you enjoying the, the conference so far? It's been great. Yeah, I was, I was talking with our team over here earlier today. We've got about seven or eight folks here. And it's awesome to have so much energy in the same place. So many people kind of chipping at the same problems, all from a slightly different approach. So I think we've generated a lot of new ideas. And it's amazing how everyone's talking about partnerships and how many, you know, how that is the future of this space. The more we can partner together, kind of the, the more we can chip off. And, and we're, we're always talking about dem- democratization, transparency, and partnerships feed hand in hand into that, being able to, to network, to be able to share information, share platforms, be able to communicate and, and build stronger products. Yeah, absolutely. And that's um, a big thing of what we're trying to do right now at Trucker Tools. Perfect. So let's talk about CRM. So not customer relationship management, but CRM, carrier relationship, relationship management. management. Yep. Right there. Yeah, exactly. Carrier relationship management. What What can I tell you? So, well, let's start with the, the, the beginnings, right? Uh, you know, as uh, 3PLs, freight brokers, we have to have those strong carrier relationships to be able to, to land customers, land shippers, close business and grow, right? Yep, absolutely. And even just to kind of take a step back, Trucker Tools started, uh, just to give everyone watching a bit of the history of, of the company, we started as a carrier app. So we got ourselves in the hands of almost every carrier in America. Right now, we've almost got 2 million downloads on our app. So we are with the customer or the carrier in CRM. And where we want to take the business is to be the leader of digital bookings for brokerages. And we want to enable brokerages to become tech-enabled through kind of a suite of different reinforcing offerings we have. We have, of course, our carrier app um, that allows their carriers to gain access to way stations, uh, parking, routing guides, et cetera. But we've taken that several steps further. We obviously have our load tracking product that's been around for quite some time. And really, the bread and butter of our product right now is our smart capacity platform, which is our 
the, really the, the lifeblood of our carrier relationship management platform that allows brokers to find new capacity by searching our network of hundreds of thousands of carriers, mm-hmm. grow relationships with them, and uh, drive digital bookings with our intelligent matching engine. And when we talk about relationships, I mean, it, it takes a while to, to build that up, the, the, the trust to get into that suite of services, right? That's yeah. something that doesn't happen overnight. It's an evolution of a business, and it seems like Trucker Tools is that natural evolution, and you're going all in on it. Exactly. And that's, that's again, how we started and we were an app. We have always been free for carriers. And we just thought how, and what Prasad Morali did was identify just a number of pain points that carriers had, build a beautiful, elegant app for them to improve life on the road. And now we've gone a step further and thought about from the broker perspective, how can we provide services that help us grow as a brokerage, but also help the carrier have a more seamless digital experience on the road. So let's talk about digital freight matching. Well, let's talk about that, the next evolution into to Trucker Tools and kind of plans for that and, yep. and what's being executed on right now. Yeah, absolutely. So we are trying to become the number one most active, and we actually are, we think, the most active digital freight matching platform in terms of carrier activity, carrier offers, carrier ne- negotiations, and bookings. So if you think about the technology landscape that carriers are dealing with, there are tons and tons of different apps. There's app fatigue. Every different brokerage has a different app. Uh, so what we've done is consolidated that all into one single place. So there's a single source of truth for them to look at real live loads directly pulled from brokers' TMSs so that they can find, they can search by equipment type, by route, really whatever is important to them um, and find and book loads digitally in app. They can go through, they can make offers and go through carrier negotiations with brokers without actually any human involvement from the broker side and book li- loads in real time. So we are, we are really in the business of driving as much activity as possible right now to our broker customers through our mobile app. So through the mobile app, through carrying negotiators and take, taking the human element out of it, what, what kind of processes need to go into that to, uh, to make that as smooth as possible? Yeah, definitely. So one thing we've uh, been working on a lot with some of our broker customers is setting optimal prices lately. So obviously in every negotiation, um, a carrier is going to come in with one price and a broker might come in with another price. And you'll actually see this in our, in our demo tomorrow. Uh, what we're working on right now is helping brokers and carriers get to that agreed upon price faster by setting better rates and automating some of that back and forth minor negotiation that goes around along the margins. Around the margins. I remember when I was a freight broker, a lot of, a lot of people around me were doing this. I was doing this too. Probably not the, the best thing to do, but split the difference. Let, let's split the difference. So you see that a lot. I mean, is that built into the, um, the, the, the algorithms and the, the, the matching a little bit, maybe not splitting the difference, but negotiating styles like that. Yeah. So we're really experimenting across the board on what sort of pricing uh, algorithm works best and what our care. It's really all tailored to what our carriers and brokers are looking for. And we're getting very um, in the weeds with some of our customers on understanding exactly what their negotiation preferences are and what is acceptable to them and building around that. Do you think on, on DFM, you know, d- digital freight matching, you find more transparency in the rates that that, that that just that process of digital freight matching creates more transparency. Yeah, absolutely. If you go onto our carrier app, you'll see hundreds of thousands of live book it now rates. So those are rates that our brokers have set ahead of time and said, okay, this is what we are willing to accept from a carrier who's in our network who we've already pre-vetted. Um, so you can really just go on and search and understand exactly what market rates are right now for different lanes. 
And this service, you know, making it automated, making it easier for the carriers, how does that strengthen? It strengthens the, the, the carrier relationship, right? What are some examples of that and, and kind of what you've seen so far? Definitely. So as I mentioned, we have 17 tools for life on the road for carriers in our mm-hmm. mobile app, Wayscale, lo- locators, routing guides, etc. We also have our load tracking and we have this really elegant connection between our mobile app load tracking platform and our digital freight matching platform. So if a carrier goes, searches for a load or sees it in one of the emails we send to them based on our matching algorithm, they're able to hit book it now, book the load and then immediately kick off tracking within our app, which keeps them in our ecosystem and gains a lot of stickiness in their behavior for brokers to keep them top of mind um, as they post more loads. And do you mention right there, stickiness? It's all really about stickiness. Yep. It's about stickiness, coming back to the app, coming back to the service, coming back to the suite of services, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's what's really unique about our app. Since we do work with hundreds and hundreds of different brokers, we're able to create a very consistent experience for the carrier. They don't have to navigate between different apps when they're working with different brokers. They're able to go to one single place and manage their entire life from there. And that's, that's really important, that single suite of services. And it, it takes time. There's an evolution to that and something that the Truck Tools has been working on for, for years now. Exactly. Yeah. And we're, we're continuing to get even more experimental in how we're thinking about things like carrier loyalty. How do we really incentivize carriers to be booking freight digitally, to be tracking all their loads, to be uploading documents? You know, How do we add incentives and kind of gamify the entire system to incentivize the same behavior that brokers are asking for, for carriers. And do you see, what do you see for 2022? 2022 going into 2023, the evolution of of your DFM tools and the market itself and and kind of what's out there. So some of the, the, you know, some of the challenges, right? And and also some of the, 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 maybe the low hanging fruit. Yeah, definitely. So a couple of things on the digital freight matching side, as I mentioned, we are the most active digital freight matching platform in the space right now. And everything we are doing right now is in service of driving carrier activity on loads to lead to real-time digital bookings. So along those lines, we're continuing to build our network out as quickly as possible on both the broker and carrier side. And like we just discussed, we're working on some interesting pricing ideas to figure out how do we accelerate the pace of negotiations so that it's not taking a couple of days to go back and forth. It's done in real time instantly. And I think that's what what we've all seen in the industry, right? The the DFM, at first, it it seemed like the the, most people thought it might destroy some of the carrier relationships. But I I think we've seen the opposite over the years. Yeah. And another... uh, product rollout that we're releasing actually this month is what we're calling Smart Routes, which is a way Mm -hmm. for our brokers to digitize that tribal knowledge that they've developed over the years through their relationships with carriers. So they're able to take that information, upload it into our smart capacity platform, and then we can automate load tendering to different sets of core carriers and really automate the workflow that they spend a lot of time manually thinking through and living in their head in our platform so that they can focus on nurturing those relationships and building new ones. You, because every carrier is different. Yeah. Every carrier is different. So you need those those customized tools to, to really be able to take that extra step, right? Exactly. And that's where we at Trucker Tools have an incredible customer success team who works individually with each and every one of our customers to help them collect the data that they have, get it into our system and, and customize to meet their needs as they build out their network. Cool. So, Carrie, when is Trucker Tools, when's your demo scheduled? Sure. So, we are tomorrow morning, so Tuesday in the 850 block. I believe we should be around 9.05. Cool. So, 
Tuesday, so tomorrow, 9.05-ish, you know, watch those demo blocks tomorrow morning and and go through. So, um, and for everyone out there listening and viewing at a later date, how do you, how do they learn more about Trucker Tools? Kind of go to a website, learn more about DFM and, and all your suite of services. Yeah. So for anyone watching here, we do have a demo booth just down the hallway over to the right here. So please come meet us. We've got a great team here. Also visit us at truckertools.com and follow us on social media and feel free to send us an email, sales at truckertools.com or feel free to reach out to me, Kay Jablonski at truckertools.com. I'd love to hear from everyone. Thank you very much, Carrie, for stopping by. Put that coffee down here at the Future of Supply Chain. Have a great event. Thank you so and much, was, Kevin. Thank you, and I'll see you around. Appreciate it. Yeah. Great. Yes, I... So, quick message here. Our FreightWave CV stage is brought to you by Transcard and MasterCard, bringing together FreightX. So, thank you, Transcard and MasterCard, for that. We have our next guest coming up right here, Mo Zizi from Zoom Transportation, CEO and founder. How are you doing today, Mo? Good to finally see you in person, buddy. I know. How many how many interviews have we done? How many how many five? times? I, I think so. Five? Number five, first time in person. Yes, sir. And I always have a prop for you, right? Uh, you do. Well, the prop today is me in 3D <laughs> with my ohm. With your ohm. So explain the ohm because we were talking about this backstage before we got up here. Tell me about the ohm. So if you know the concept of yoga, it means union. And Zoom's definition is collaboration and sharing our technology one step at a time to democratize all of the logistics industry into one heartbeat. So Ohm resonates that. And that is a cool case. Where did you get it? Huntington Beach? Huntington Beach. Come visit me. Orange County. That's where we're based. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so let's, talk about, well, let's talk about democratization of freight. Yes, sir. Let's talk about it. All right. So Zoom is interested in bringing everybody together. While we try to capitalize and build our company, we want to give because the meaning of life is to give. And if you can give, then you can grow your industry. The first pillar as we see it is capacity. So what did we do first? We became a DFM. The second pillar is, as we see it, is the management of the load when it comes to essentially billing, pricing, tracking, um, everything, all the way to back office and payments. Uh, We've developed that for ourselves. And now we're digitizing freight brokers, shippers, and trucking companies and enabling them with their own platform branded to their company. The third pillar for us is the uh, pillar of integrations and collaborations. Now that we've followed with step one and two, step three is inevitable. And to basically say, hey, we do have this quilt for you. However, you can piecemeal any third party. For example, one of the greatest tracking apps in the industry is Trucker Tools uh, with Carrie just coming on. Mm -hmm. So now we integrate with them as partners and we bring them to the next level to our customers to have a better product through enablement. Also, another prop here for you. That is. Yep. This is Tive, my buddy Kunar's company that just got a really large round of funding. Mm -hmm. And here's another partner that integrates with us. This is not a zero-sum game. We can go at it together. It isn't like you had the the, Kunar... Tive got another uh, superstar salesperson just just recently there over there. Richie, sitting over there. Yes, sir. So, so what are you are you saying that that basically you're the beta case for the product suite? Exactly. You're so creating the beta yourself. Yeah, so we became the beta. Um, Google ideation theory says that basically what you do is you follow this theory called product market fit. 
a lot of the products in our industry, about 70% of them, they're trying to build mini monopolies, but we wanted to build a collaboration platform. And if you want to do that, you have to follow product market fit. And what we did is we incubated ourselves and we became a digital broker. We grew that to a certain limit. And then we said, let's go share our technology and uh, democratize the digitization of freight brokers, shippers, and trucking companies for everybody else. So you're building it for yourself and you're building to scale it out to the marketplace. Yep. Right? And it's, it's, it's built not just for your own use. The, the whole reason for it is you're building it for incubation. incubation. Step one was incubate ourselves so we can be the test dummy. Step two was enable everybody with our full tech stack without holding anything back and brand it to their company so they can own it without going to their customers with a third-party logo. Now they can go with their own branding. And step three is now that you've enabled everybody with a marketplace, a digital price, and a digital back office, how can we combine these marketplaces into one global capacity platform that ends all fragmentation of fragmented continuous movement? So fragmentation, well, let's talk about it because this is a fragmented industry. It certainly is, so that's a, that's a huge task, right? To yeah. end the fragmentation. Yeah, so I started um, at one of the large trucking companies in the United States. And the thing that, why I had to go and start Zoom was, I believe that if you want to defrag, mm -hmm. you must be able to partner with everybody. And anytime I see a company trying to build something too big without that open source arm, uh, I kind of say that this is not happening. So I kind of wean away from it. We will get to some point, uh, maybe like in two years, when our company has that cho choice to just go towards that route. Challenge me. We will not. I will be the guard keeper and we will continue to give the meaning of life. The, the, the guard keeper for open source. The, the, well, open source or collaboration and mm -hmm. sharing, essentially, yes. Yeah, so no monopolies. You're you're chanting this back backstage yep. right before it came on. Yep. No monopolies. The only monopoly will be the monopoly of sharing. <laughs> That's true. It is. Yeah, it, it is. So you're the beta tester. You're the beta user. You're rolling this out. How's progress on that? It's really good. Um, we have really large customers. I would say um, seven of our top ten customers are Fortune 100 in the world. Um, we started with just moving their freight, and now they've actually tapped on us to build software for them, mm -hmm. branded to their company. And we'll just disappear in the back and give them our secret sauce, basically our thesis. Uh, in 10 days, I'm going to go meet with one of the largest companies in the world mm -hmm. to work on something bigger. But that's all I can say about that now. <laughs> so, so white labeling. Yeah. You're into white labeling, um, building tools for, for other people. What's one of the big things that you learned uh, going into the DFM space? Kind of, kind of one of those interesting things that aha moments or things that you didn't realize until you really started building tools for it that was, that was kind of an aha moment. Yeah, I mean, you got to be humble, number one, mm -hmm. okay? Because if you look at the products out there, some of them are just surface level and they can't dive deep to meet the needs of a larger enterprise. Then the other side of the product, they're too deep and they're too clunky. So we had to find that balance uh, through product market fit to make it beautiful, um, but at the same time have that depth. And that was like an awakening moment because now our company has hit 20,000 hours 
into this thesis and mm-hmm. we truly believe we have the most beautiful product in the world by 100 miles and we want to give it to all our partners. So how important, I, I think you're saying that, but how important is UI? UI, I mean, UI is very important. If you look at a, a cell phone, an iPhone, you know, your grandma can use it because it's so simple. But then if you give it to someone who's a technology major in college, they can dive really deep with that iPhone. And that's our goal by building out these three separate pillars. What do you think the industry is going to be like in five years? So unfortunately, I believe that our industry needs another 20 years to truly get to the next level because the mindset is not there. However, I believe that there will be a lot more partnerships in the industry and a lot more integrations. Uh, We live in the gold rush of the biggest technology rush in VC funding that has ever existed. And now that supply chains are strained, everybody sees inflation popping up and there might be a recession coming. Not our way. We're going to continue going because how big our industry is. And I think that is exactly right. The last five, you say five years, 10 years, whatever time metric you want to put on it, it has been a gold rush of VC funding coming into this sector that's revolutionized. It's night and day. Not only that, five years ago, five, 10 years ago, definitely. It is night and day. The top 50 VCs are looking in now. Now they're coming into the space. And even if everybody sees what's been happening, according to a great product like Sonar, what's been happening the last six weeks is... For the first time in three years, trucking volumes have dropped. It that's, is. It's a market change. That's going to be short-lived. Yeah? Yeah. I, I, guarantee, I guarantee up? you that in the next eight weeks, China's going to uh, release the gates over there. And we're going to have another peak season for another year and a half straight. So you better keep adopting technology because that's the only way out. Collaboration technology. Collaboration technology are the keys, but it's great to have that information. Correct. It's, it's, it's great that there's actual data that can tell us when the market's turning either down or up instead of having just a, a bunch of people sitting around a table discussing it and discussing what they're, they're seeing personally. And that doesn't really get you anywhere. If you need data, industry-wide data to, to really tell you these So things. we're still a startup. You know, with $50 million of funding, we got a long way to go. And that money flies so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I would like to do if I had enough money is give away all our software for free. To just get everybody speaking one common language so we could truly change the world. And that's my goal. And I think we're going to get there. When you're talking to VCs now, since... Supply chain is now mainstream over, over the last 12 to 18 months. It's become mainstream. What's the changes in attitude of that? So, number one, VCs are looking for profitability, which before they were just looking for innovation. Um, number two, they're now the VCs, when you're talking to them, they've already, it, when you're talking to them three years ago, they didn't know about the supply chain. You had to do a lot of educating. Mm-hmm. Now they know about the gold rush. And it's not a gold rush in San Francisco. It's a huge gold rush, like global. five states of gold. Global. global. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a global gold rush. And we're seeing that right now. Correct. And it's, it's going to continue to, 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 to just pour in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be really cool. And don't forget what Zoom's motto is, right? Tell us. Freight life balance. Freight life balance. What does that mean, actually? So our goal as a company is to eventually move anything, anywhere, anytime on an automated platform. Today, we help with supply chain B2B technology. Tomorrow, 
B2B can purchase any of their raw goods on our platform. We're going to build a global Alibaba in the United States and eventually move B2C, move anything, anywhere, anytime. And what freight balance means is that not only does the technology give your life freight balance, because anybody that's been in the industry like I have for 15 years, you are a slave to your job. That's why I left the big corporate, you know, and our technology is going to give you that time for freight life balance. But at the same time, if you look at the P&L, you know, mm -hmm. uh, our, our technology gives you freight life balance. If you look internally in your company, our employees need freight life balance. So it resonates in so many ways and comes back to the meaning of life to give. It does. Freight life balance means a lot, especially when you're brokering freight, where you get calls 24-7. More freight, more problems as well. Yeah, you know, like a lot of people ask me like, hey, how do you work 70-hour weeks? Work? I'm not in the rat race. I've already became aware and live in the moment. And once you live in the moment, you've achieved freight life balance. Nirvana. Thank you Nirvana. very much, Mo. Thanks Thank a lot. Thank you for joining us today on Put That Coffee Down here at the Future of Supply Chain Summit. Yup. Hey, don't forget, best company in the world, Freight Waves. Thank you. Thank you. Kelly will like that. She, she will like that. And that ends this episode of Put That Coffee Down, Here, the future of supply chain. This camera right here. And uh, see you next week. I got friends only want to talk business. I got expenses to win these expenses. I got expenses to win these expenses. I've been reading out of work. I've been shutting out the stars. Just the winter rain and the forest.